AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Fighting Cock Podcast. I am Alex from Bristol. I'm joined by T, Bardi and Flav. We talk about the Spurs England loving. Bardi apologises for once. Uh, the bore off at Burnley. Villa, Sherwood and his shithousery. Average Ryan Mason. The progression of Danny Rose. Pochettino's achievements. And what can we tell Hugo Lloris to make him stay at Spurs? That was pretty good, but he didn't apologise. I didn't apologise. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Cock! It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock! A camel Episode 4, season. No, episode, season 4, episode 35. Professionalism on the Fighting Cock podcast. This is why Buddy doesn't want numbers. Manifested, yeah. Sorry. And did you check the microphone? No, fuck, actually. Yeah, there's all this clicking and yeah, one, let two, me, three's gone. Let me just check it. Yeah, we're all right. Okay, good. There we go. How is everyone? That's two weeks on the trot, but the professionalism at the start has been uh, unbridled. It's pretty, isn't it? Unrivaled as well. Yeah, that's true. Do you know? Did, I don't know if anyone noticed there was a whispering, like a weird whispering, at the end of the podcast huh? last week. You know, you usually have the outro jingle. Yeah, and there was this. Did you? Did it, no, I didn't. Oh, know. I thought it was just like some weird, like RT Peters of you know well, outroness. Yeah, that's, that's well, exactly. That's what I thought when when I uh, engineer always. Sometimes a little bit out there, you know. He, he he has interesting ideas. The most talented man I've ever met, and um, you know, coming from the same bloodline as me, you can understand that. But he uh, he, I didn't I didn't understand what it was, no. and, I, and I, I, I sent him a text. I was like, oh, what was that at the end? Didn't want to offend him. Quite aggressive man as well. And he said, oh, it was the. Uh, the woman that came in, he slowed it down and made it... Oh, was that what it was? <laughs> so, I've got to hear that again now. Yeah, next, yeah. yeah if you get, get a minute, then uh, go back and it becomes very funny. He's out there, dude, man. I remember oh, watching I the first... The door. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any bags? <laughs> Her voice is brilliant. We should get her back. So I remember watching that when I first kind of started listening to the podcast originally. Yeah. He did, like, this spoken word thing on YouTube and I was just mesmerised by it. Oh, Al? Just stood there, yeah. It just, like, opened my eyes to the world for the first time. Oh, mate, he, he's super talented and amazing. Mate, absolutely amazing. Anyway, how's everyone doing? Is you over the... Borefest that was Spurs versus Burnley? I, I will always be, be, be scarred by that. Always. You know, it's like when, um, like a Muhammad Ali fought Trevor Burbick. That was the beginning of the end for my brilliant And um, I think the Burnley game will be the beginning of my ending as, that, a, as, as a functioning human being. Was that the fifth? Actually, I tried that back, I'm sorry. Was it 15, <laughs> was it 15 rounds of just turgidness? It was, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I could even compare that game to. I, I can't think of anything unoffensive to compare. Is that because T's made a promise not to wish uh, death on anyone this <laughs> week? Even though I saw Soldado on the bench and my blood boiled, <laughs> I let it slide. I think that sums it up, though, really. I, don't, I can't compare it to anything other than perhaps some of the later AVB days. Uh, but 
I, I, I can barely remember much about it because there's nothing to remember about it. I don't think there's a huge amount of time we can spend on it. <laughs> even, <laughs> even the fans didn't even get going. Yeah. We will, we will, we will come on to that. Obviously, um, there's a new fanzine out shortly, probably by the end of April. We're currently designing it. Got six excellent articles. There's one more to come. Fantastic, amazing pieces about White Hart Lane and. Having read through them and began to edit, and I'm actually going to edit it this time and read through <laughs> it and find find the typos. Any, um, any smart cunts correcting us? Yeah, <laughs> just, just just don't. Just, no, I, just I, don't. Just, I, just appreciate I, the hard work that's gone into it. And I want you to know, there's no there's no jest in T's face or yeah. how he's talking about his now. It's you, one of the most serious you, times you, I've you ever seen. You get some him. clever mugs and oh, you spelled this word wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't do it. I proofread it last time. Not, not, I've, read, I've proofread the very, very first one. Oh, yeah. okay. I look, I, we, we, we tried. I, it was a difficult time for me, and uh, I didn't have the time to, to proof it. And Share I, the load, man. And I'm not, I will this time, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not a sensitive person. I, things don't really get to me. Mm-hmm. I, I can take quite a lot, and... When I saw that, when I opened up the first, the, 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 we just printed them. They arrived in my flat. There's fucking forty boxes. Still fresh. It's, do you know what I mean? You're like, I'm always a little bit sensitive when looking through the fanzines anyway, or anything that you worked on. When it's printed, it's done. It's final. And when there's two fucking typos, not even typos, just fuck ups in the editorial, <laughs> and it says editor <laughs> underneath the editorial, you're just like, can I send this out? Yeah. I went. I went onto the WhatsApp group for a bit of. Uh, Moral support. <laughs> just uh, just tell, tell the guys, you know, I fucked up here, feeling pretty low. Got rinsed. <laughs> I've only been part of this WhatsApp group for like a couple of months, but why on earth would you think that would even happen? I, I, I needed someone. I needed to talk to someone. I should have run calm. Yeah, <laughs> but it was that bad. The last place I'd go for support. Yeah, it's a horrible little dark, <laughs> little hell mouth of a WhatsApp group. Anyway, dark web. Yeah, it's like the dark web. Um, don't hack it. And if you do, don't share anything you're seeing. Anyway, uh, issue two is uh, uh, sold out, um, and the, the, the new fanzine will be available for pre-order shortly. Uh, please keep buying one and free. It's how we fund what we do, essentially. So the website's very expensive. Um, obviously, it costs people to turn up and record. So if you can, find it in your heart to purchase a fanzine. And they are genuinely pretty good, typos aside really nice little publication and the fact that there's not a single printed fanzine at Tottenham that hasn't been for many many years that's true it's worth worth it print still has a future when done correctly uh, in the on the uh, Friday 17th of April uh, Spurs are playing Liverpool in the under 21's league at White Hart Lane um, it's not going to be an 1882 for various various reasons we're not going to go into now um, but if you want to go along, sing your arts out, buying block 16, 15, it would still be good. I mean, we don't even have to call it 1882 now, people. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so go along. It'll be like any other the ones you've been been to. You know, 100, <laughs> 150 want to turn up and sing along, then get in there and do it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, 17th of April. All right, let's do Burnley. Actually, no, do, do you know what would be nicer to talk about? Because it's been a week since it happened, but the England game. Um... There was a lot of furore around Townsend's uh, goal and his reaction and his tweet to Mason. And actually, if he hadn't said anything, it would have probably gone away because I wasn't even aware that Mason... Mason? Mason. Sorry, sorry, Merson, my bad, sorry. Uh, Merson had uh, kind of said anything. I wasn't even aware of it. And you can kind of see that he's quite an emotional guy at Townsend. 
Yeah. And he wanted to shove it down his throat, which is understandable. I've no problem with that. It's it's it was a fantastic goal as well. Yeah, it shows that um it you know, it shows that things have, have been getting to him. You know, if someone was just idly going by thinking that that his career was going in the exact trajectory that he wanted it to right now, then you're kidding yourself. It's not. Yeah. So he's got to, um, you know, and if that's how it's obviously riled him, uh, and it's something that has got him focused and, and got him motivated, and however you want to describe it. But I've no issue in that. I think it was, and I don't think that any pundit would have real issue in that and people coming back at him. I don't know. I think I would have preferred if he'd just shut up. There's no need to have a go at Merson. Everybody knows what kind of a fucking degenerate Merson is. Mm. And I was just a bit like, Townsend, you, you've scored a goal. It's a really good goal. You've you've got a good point. You know what? And it wasn't a point, but you've got a good draw against Italy away. Just leave it like that. But... He just by uh, just by doing the tweet, all he did was just open up, off, just open up a Twitter nonsense. Are again. you uh, a little bit bitter because of the motherland? Yeah. Got, uh, well, pretty much humiliated in the second half. Do you know what? Yeah. It was the first time since um, Euro '96 where I've actually felt a bit weird um, not supporting England because Euro '96. I was thinking we had like um, we had Judas, we had Anderton, Sheringham, all that kind of stuff, and it was like a real Spurs core to the team, which made me like really want them to do well. And then with those four Spurs players on the pitch. I was just like, fucking hell, it feels weird not wanting, and like being happy when Buffon is saving from, from Kane. I was just like, fucking yes. And it was like, no, fucking yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when, weird. When, uh, when Townsend's goal went in and the first four players around, three players yeah, around yeah, him yeah. Were, were all Spurs, and you know how much they, they, they knew that Townsend wanted it. And the fact that them four came together and loads of people put tweets out of the picture of... Uh, he said he's already been at it, his missus has already framed it and it's up on his... Oh, man, it was fantastic. And I know there's been a lot of negativity about Spurs in the last 24 hours after the Burnley game, but there is something there, uh, certainly between the players. That's what that's what football's about for me. You know, those moments of... When you look round, you look at those pictures and it's four lads who have... You know, who have—I wouldn't say—grown up together. Some of them have, but but in, you know, grown up in football terms together on one of the biggest stages that you can get to or in terms of English football and the amount of attention that international football gets. Um, it was—it was just you what? know, that's what it's all about. What? That's why we love remind, it. Remind me, Walker was one of them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. How the fuck did he get from right back to the left hand side of the pitch so quickly? I mean, no, no, he, was, he scored on the right hand side. It was Townsend was bit. He's kind of scored to the yeah, right. Yeah, but he ran. To, they, they celebrated to the left. I was just wondering. I mean, he meant so much I don't to know. him. I get the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beckham, David Beckham used to famously yeah. do that. Whenever someone else scored, he jump on their back first. We'll be the first one on their back. Yeah, yeah. taking a bit of glory. Yeah, yeah, just to be in the pictures. Posh <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it was it was nice, and that was again from someone that cares very little about England. Mm. If it, if it it's something that made me care about England at for, the very least. For what it's worth, I care a lot. At last I kept quiet, but I do care a lot about England. Yeah, I want you England do. to do well. Mm. You do, and yeah. um, it was nice to see four Spurs players do well for England. I mean, in spite of my comments last week and the week before. Um, <laughs> no, it it, it it was heartwarming, and hopefully Townsend can use it to propel himself to play better for Spurs. He's got a good record for England, like Peter Crouch did, I think. Crouch almost one and two. Yeah, mm. Vassell yeah, yeah. was someone who other people named as having a similar record, yeah. and now hopefully this can push on his club form. I do apologise. I can't remember the person who said it on Twitter, but it was fucking. It made me fucking. It made me lull out loud. But Townsend's going to give up his club career to yeah, focus yeah. on international. Yeah. A whole bunch of lads' websites end up nicking that tweet off the original person. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Um, what is it? Do you think it's kind of the, the large pitches or? 
Well, what is it? Why is Townsend? I think it has been so good for England, like genuinely effective and decent. I think players of players who play the way he does seem to do better for their country. I think because it's a slower pace, a player is direct. Probably does expose a bit more space, mm. and I think that's that's probably the, the reason why. Yeah, yeah. In, in the Premier in the Premier League, you don't get as much time on the ball and Tottenham have the smallest pitch in the league now really? yeah I don't know that <laughs> I thought Turf Moor would have been smaller, looks smaller but, but yeah maybe, maybe that's the reason why I think yeah. I was, was going to echo the same thing it's just a different style it's a different pace of football so I think maybe in a, in a football match which is, which is a lot slower which is slow slow and quick quick maybe that's where he benefits when everything is done at, at breakneck speed his, his speed and his directness doesn't really come to the fore that much very rarely do I agree with Jamie Carragher um, but he almost had it spot on yesterday when he was talking about Andrew Townsend and saying, yeah, he's had a, he's had a great game for England because they obviously did the whole floor about him yesterday was that he wasn't started from Sky's point of view, of yeah. course, because, you know, that's the narrative that they can take. Um, and that, that he wasn't started, you know, how would he be feeling about that? And Carragher said, well, it's fine, it's all very well going away and, um, and scoring a goal for country coming back, but, but he's not doing it for Tottenham, so, so he's not in the team. Well, you know, I understand as to, as to why in there, and I was I was fairly surprised why he didn't start. But you he, know why he, he didn't start? I mean, Pochettino doesn't play players that are aren't completely hundred percent match fit. He just doesn't. It doesn't matter how good yeah. they are. It was he injured or was ill? I was ill. Yeah. But the point that Paul Merson made was pretty much just that. I don't think Merson was wrong in what he said. He says with, with his recent form for Spurs, he surprises anywhere near the England squad. A lot of people had raised eyebrows, but then it shows that Roy Hodgson has got. He's got faith in players who do well for him, and one of them being Townsend. And it's probably a good sign that Roy Hodgson may be going for players who show form for England and not necessarily for their clubs. It's brave, mm -hmm. and it came off. Mm -hmm. Well, this, I'm, I'm going to start talking about England again, but I think um, what Hodgson is trying to do, he's trying to build a club mentality there. So he's mm -hmm. not trying to not do the cliques. He's trying yeah, to not fun. be forced in, forced by the press, who to play, who not to play. He's seen that Townsend has something, obviously offers something to the group, and he's been rewarded on the pitch by him, by picking him. I mean, with regards to yesterday, I think Gary Neville had it right. He should have come on the pitch a high level a lot earlier, given the game was very turgid and no one was, ex was exploiting the space at times and maybe could have been introduced earlier. We've got a good, a good question, actually, saying... Uh, I, I can't remember who it was. Someone from Twitter said, um, what have you done in your life that's more boring than the Spurs versus Burnley <laughs> game? Thousands of things, man. Probably could, he asked it. Oh, I was Glenn eighteen <laughs> up in one Twitter. That's fucking good stuff, T. Me, me it'd be like symbiosis here. Exactly. Brilliant. Formula, <laughs> formula of Ultron. Ying and Yang. <laughs> why didn't why, why didn't one of you Ying or Yangs print the fucking running? <laughs> my girlfriend, my girlfriend's printer was on the blink. We're all working on that too. Don't blame your girlfriend, man. But I, I left my house and I forgot to. And I forgot to print stuff. So I'd print it hers and then that didn't happen. <laughs> Things I've done as boring as yesterday's game. Um, God. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say anything that's not offensive. I, I <laughs> say what you got to say, just don't make me edit. I listened to four grown men 15 minutes ago talk about fucking boxing for about 15 minutes. Oh, you're a knob. I read Bardi's tweets about Formula One. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't laugh on that because I was doing it. I, I, I read Wendy's tweets. No. Oh. 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 Come, come at me, bro. <laughs> you don't lift. I watched um, I watched every episode of the Touch of uh, Touch of Frost once in one day. Well, you stoned. David Jason is a national treasure. This is as boring as the game is. Yeah. 
Um, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get, let's get into the whole meat of, of yesterday's game that uh, half the people here didn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> half of the podcast didn't watch the game. So, uh, Al, go on. Uh, I want to ask Barry a question. Go on, in. Uh, where are we now in Paulinho world? Oh, you, you apologised once already this podcast. You well, can, now, now you have to apologise. Yes. Yes. So you're not leaving here until that, those words come out. Is Bardi's apology going to be recorded or is it going to be written? That's from SeanEC5 on Twitter. You have to. The thing is... No! <laughs> well, last time I was on two weeks ago, T was complaining about how open we were, how um, we were conceding goals. Paulinho comes in and see what he does. He just solidifies that whole team. I That's think we, we're really... Oh, yeah. Our last two clean sheets... I just made, I made this stat. <laughs> copyright Bardi. Um, our last two clean TFC. sheets have been the two games that Paulinho started... The that's boys are rock. Amazing. I reckon maybe what we need to do is like invert him backwards and play him like in a law for Mateus role <laughs> in between our two because he doesn't have shooting ability. We can see that he can't pass, <laughs> but what he does have is he has he can run, so he can, <laughs> he can play in that kind of like holding midfield role, and run look, around. The, the, you're, I mean, uh, you're not right. I mean, <laughs> look, there, are, there is the stats don't lie. Stats don't lie, man. <laughs> Stats can be and, and mostly are bollocks in my opinion, but the fact is we've had, we've been shipping goals, and Paulinho has come in twice, two clean sheets. Exactly. And, and as I said before, a clean sheet is worth two goals over a season in terms of points earned. Yeah. So Paulinho is essentially just winning us points. Well, on he's, his own. he's scored four goals by not allowing us to concede. So if you look down the table of players who've won us points on their own, you'd have like Kane, Ericsson, Paulinho. Paulinho. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm fucking with you. Never apologise. You're right. You're 100 percent right. You're a fucking mug. And um, why should I apologise for for wanting one of our players to do well? Maybe he is shit. Well, we, yeah, he, he kind of is shit. But why should I apologise for like, for, like putting my hope, investing hope and determination and love into a player? Do you know what it is? Because you're you are quite passionate about this subject and you have come he's on... He's not a passionate boy. He's, <laughs> he's fucking competitive. He can He doesn't want to lose. He's going to no, lose I, the Paulinho debate. My Paulinho... I can see that little vein in your neck. My Paulinho thing started end of um, in about September last year when I thought he could do something for us and that opinion still hasn't changed I don't think he's good he's not the re- he's not I've said it many times before he's not a solution but he can do something for us and he proved yesterday that he does solidify that midfield a little bit more yeah you know I sometimes agree. you'll have um, you'll have a dance troupe and within the dance they put their best people at the front obviously so everyone can kind of see them you know see what they can do mm-hmm. and they put some people towards the back where, where you can't see them and that's what, that's what Paulinho should be. Yeah. Just, just be around you, just can't see him. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's the best use for him. He'd be it the was... one that does the lifts, you know, the ones that lifts people but doesn't actually do the jumping. Like, right, He's like... a fucking water boy. Yeah. He's... Oh, yes. Well, what happens if you don't get water? Yeah, exactly, you, you die. Got, yeah, exactly. He's only got Lucasade. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he, he is the guy... Uh, oh, I've been watching Mickey Flanagan, actually. He's not the guy that drives a van, he's the guy that loads it. Yeah. And that, that, you need that, because if there's nothing yeah. in the van, there's nothing I mean, for it to go. He's not a £16 million player, we can see that now. That's the problem, isn't but it? And, I, and he is the problem, the, the, the price tag is, being. Like the price tag is doing to Lamella, the price tag is strangling him. If we'd paid £6 million Stambouli kind of money for him, we'd all be like, meh, £6 yeah. million. But the fact that Baldini got chased into spending so much money for him, 
That's where, that's where the problem is. But Paulinho came to Europe at the age of um, 18. He went, to, he went to Lithuania in struggled 2006, yeah. struggled two seasons, and he went to Poland, struggled again, mm. came to Brazil, rebuilt himself, probably must have bought Tim Vickery, whatever the geezer's name is, a meal or two, yeah. and, and he became repackaged as a, as a Brazilian Frank Lampard. And now he's more of a lamppost than Lampard. Oh, so, nice. uh, against, um, against Leicester, he done the assist for Ericsson. Outside of the boot. He tried to repeat it yesterday, and <laughs> I think I think I will be a hundred years old. People are saying, was it a shot or was it a pass? <laughs> I don't know what it's, it's he was like, doing. It's like the Ronaldinho goal against Seaman. Was yeah. it going to be? Well, what, was is, it a shot? Was it? I think it was a pass. He tried to do that side of the boot, and the luck ran out. I think he'd watch Bobby Zamora do outside of the yeah. left boot shot, and it was just it just goes to show. It just you know, it was shit. You mentioned uh, Lamella, yeah, and. Uh, I, th- I thought he did all right when he came on. Three key passes. Yeah, key passes in a nil-nil. So what does that mean? Surely <laughs> a key pass... You can't have key passes in a nil-nil, can you? I know. I don't that... care about fucking key passes. What, okay. Did he play well? Eric? Yeah. Yeah. He did. He all right. Did. His hair looked a lot shorter than normally... Someone... Shorter? Did it, short? uh, it was, like, kind of swept. Oh, OK. Right, I didn't watch so, again. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you guys. Glad you noticed the hair. Yeah. What? What? what, uh, um, what how can like, you could make a key pass essentially by falling <laughs> over it, hitting your face, and going into Harry, Harry Kane's? Mason made a key pass. Exactly. Was just that. That's an excellent point. Um, it, it, there's two things that, that are strange. Lamella's absence from the team even though he's clearly not a £30 million. And all, all the stuff we've talked about, Lamella, and, and Fazio's. The fact that... Fazio's is, is actually so, genuinely does, does concerning any, me. Does anyone know what's gone on? I mean, no what has he done to Potch's family? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like... It's like, like he's invited him out to dinner and he's just told him... He doesn't even... Fazio doesn't even seem the type, does he, to be... I don't think he's ever had a history or anything previous clubs of kind of being outspoken. He was a captain of Seville when they won the Europa League, so he's no... He had an absolute horror show in... Fiorentina. um, Fiorentina, and hasn't kind of featured since. And I don't know... Something must have happened. No questions. I did... I'd like to see if any of the... uh, We were stronger with him. Yeah. Much stronger. No, I can't even... No one's asked a question. You know, normally you get the... You know, like, like uh, Ben Pierce and a couple of the, you know, some of the local guys that go to the press conference and they'll say, "Oh, we asked about the Tongan, or we asked about whatever," but there doesn't seem to be any questions being asked for him. But mm. I, I wanted to look at the training pitch to see if I could even point him out. I, yeah. I forgot to look him. So I don't know if he's been there or not. But one of the positives about yesterday was because when Kirikesh started at centre back. We all, I mean, everyone raised an eyebrow thinking, you know, what's going to happen here? But Ben Davis came in at half-time mm-hmm. for Walker, who came off, and I thought that Ben Davis looked, looked half-decent. Yeah, he, he played at centre-half for... For Wells. Yeah, yeah but I that's, that's in a defensive in a, three. In a three yeah, but this is a flat-back four. I thought Kirikez was all right as well, to he be did. fair. But, but and he we had a moment of madness. Good, but, yeah. good. I fucking but, love that bloke. He is brilliant. But we wasn't under... Well, he was, was the most entertaining thing on that pitch. We wasn't under a great deal of, of pressure yesterday, really, from, from, from Burnley, so that might have something to do with them not, not looking so bad. Mm. I got from from the little I saw. I saw the highlights today, and I wanted to turn them off because they were terrible. But our shooting was all over the place. The meaning of like we only had two shots on target, didn't we? Yeah. Before before the last round of games, we've scored the most goals in 2015. Really? <laughs> that's, really? A, that's an amazing stat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We've conceded the most. As well. <laughs> I think we had, but that might have changed over the yeah, weekend. Halinia. Oh, you know. um, <laughs> <laughs> there were some uh, r- rumbles 
on Twitter. And, and do you know what? We apo- I apologise for keep bringing up Twitter because there are people that listen to this podcast that aren't on Twitter, and it, it, it isn't jealous. Yeah, because you, you, <laughs> you do get fatigued by it all, and yeah. it isn't representative of a fan base. Um, but it, it's kind of a dissection of an element of it. And there was a kind of, you know, smatterings of potch out. Wasn't um, that a joke? Wasn't it a joke? I'm not saying, no, 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 I'm not saying that account. That looked like a joke. No. It's like waiting for it to happen kind of thing. But there were people, and there are people, who have even never liked him or don't like him for, for what the, the way the last three or four games have gone. And I think it's kind of... It sums up what modern football fans are like and how reactionary are. And you look at those scumbags down the road and... It's a horrible statistic, and I hated myself for reading it, and I even hate my brain for retaining it, but Arsenal's form is the, the best in Europe currently, right? Yeah. Um, They've won a last seven. They lost that game the other day. Uh, Monaco. Get, yeah, Monaco. Mm. And then the, 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 their supporters are saying, when you're out, you couldn't even scroll to the top of the timeline because there were so many people tweeting it. And I just think, you, even if you want him out, do you want to be one of those pricks who mm. do that? Do you want to be... And, and, and what, what do you guys think? I mean, what, what, what is this kind of stale football? Well, I, think, I think the problem we're seeing right now is we've finally got an idea of exactly who Poch is going to keep and who he's not going to keep. So he's almost... Um, I don't know. He's, he's almost cutting his, cutting his nose off to spite his face, whatever the saying is. That he's like Dembele, Fazio, these guys, they're not going to be a part of his team anymore. So he's going to suffer through with the players that kind of will, he'll make do with next year. So it's to the detriment of the team that he's actually playing the guys that he's playing at the moment. But we can't do anything this season. No. So I mean, is that a bad thing? Is that his fault? Yeah, you know, of course. It, I mean, it depends what he's been asked to do at the beginning of the season. If you would have said where would we finish this year, sixth or seventh would probably be what most. No, no, of course. I'm just saying from a devil's advocate point of view. We had um, two big games, <coughs> which is Fiorentina and Chelsea, and you know, to be harsh, we lost. We lost both of them. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Clear my throat. So Ricky Hatton sound again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that we, we we lost both games, and maybe there were games we could have at least got something. But the Chelsea game that was always going to be the way it was. They brought Zuma and he yeah, yeah. and he figured us out. But in Fiorentina, we hit Fiorentina at the wrong fucking time. Yeah, they're on they, fire. We're they're fourth now. But, but what, uh, I just I just think that um, maybe with Pochettino, some people didn't like it from the outset. I wanted I famously might have been eaters instead. I could have pushed that agenda for the entire season. But I thought you know, let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and. Yesterday aside, we don't, we've never looked that turgid. We've, we're playing a better brand of football. We've got players that we can identify with, and I think we will improve. Then... A couple of weeks ago on the pod, we were talking about how what a great football club it was to belong to at the moment. Everyone was yeah. very happy, very kind of lovey, and it's just kind of when when if we have a bad result, I know everyone's instinct. My instinct. Is the same. Mm. It's it's, uh, it's all shit. Well, that player's shit. Walker's shit. Whatever. We need a new right back. Whatever it is, right? But that fades after a day or two, and then your genuine feelings yeah, come out. That's right. So don't, it's like that's why Twitter is 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 is, is is what it is. You yeah. know, yesterday, and you know, I'm just a, you know, and I could slag it off all right, but I was just as bad. I was sat there scrolling every can where it can go three minutes without trying to refresh it and and and, and seeing what it says. But I, I think in general. With, with the Poch side of things, like you said, it was only a couple of weeks ago that we had this whole, you know, oh, something's happening at Tottenham. You know, we feel, you can feel that connection again now. I think, yes, the only thing I will say is it, I do feel that there is, as Buddy said, there's a slight bit of nose cutting 
spite faceness going on <laughs> because Dembe- the, the fact Dem- that game yesterday seemed perfect for Dembele after an hour. Someone that can just carry the ball, yeah, uh, be able to just go between phases and actually try and progress something. All right, the final third <laughs> might actually <laughs> fall apart, but but well, someone that would just progress on. And I do think I, it seemed like it was almost like a message sending last night to keep yeah. pulling you on that pitch for ninety minutes to yeah. say, look what the fuck you've given me. Arguably, if um, if Walker hadn't been injured, maybe would have seen him. Because I think that sub, I don't think that was a sub he really wanted to use, which is why I brought him back on. Because in in the second half, he was clearly limping. He's clearly hurt. And within a minute, he had, to, he had to go off. So he obviously didn't want to take him off. You know, the, the, also, seeing as we talking about Twitter, the, the explosion that happened when he went off is to say, well, obviously we are a fucking joke of a club. Why hasn't he just gone off at our time? What difference does it make? It doesn't make a difference It makes at all. no difference at all. But, but, uh, yeah. The fact that he went off for two minutes where he comes off, what's well, the fuck? Red, red like, ma- as if they wouldn't have not talked about it at half-time. On, on was, the so. final uh, day of the season, I think it was against West Brom, Redknapp did the exact same thing mm. with Walker, the exact, exact same thing. He, he came out hobbling, lasted a couple of minutes, and then came off. Walker is obviously saying, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. If two managers do the exact same thing, that's what's happened. And that's my point. If we'd have been 2-0 up, at halftime yesterday and that happened. No one would have even brought it up. And actually, is this going to give us an opportunity to un- understand the fact that we have a chasm to fill there? And whether that's Walker or whoever else... Be- I mean, there's no-one no one there. The Edlin played OK, apparently, oh. against Chelsea and the under-21st. Yeah. What are you giggling about? <laughs> well, my agenda pushing agenda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't push agendas. I, um, I don't push an agenda. It's a fact. <laughs> I'm fucked at right back. I think, tool, he's arm <laughs> I think Yedlin gets loaned out next season, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I think it's he does. Barnet. But Harry, Harry Kane as captain, what did you guys make of that? It's interesting because... Um, Loris was out with the injury off. He's back on Saturday, and Vertonghen. Vertonghen's our centre back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, surprised he didn't go to Bezalev personally. Yeah, I thought Ben Sabu and Mason. For fuck's sake, Sabu really? and Mason. Oh yeah, I think no. Come on, I mean, I, I, there's a part of me was just like, fuck me, that's a proper propaganda move here. Let's make Kane captain and yeah. everything what? else. What, who should but, No, the thing is, there was no other candidate there. there well, Bezalev. But it could have been top between Bentaleb, Mason, and Kane. It would have been a toss-up. No, I don't know. Mason. But you, Danny Rose. Danny Rose's performances. That I thought Danny Rose was excellent. What makes you a captain? I guess no. I'm not saying there's. Oh, Kane I was going to admit he was wrong there. No, no, I literally had a Kane little was, in my heart. Kane no. was the best one to give it to because there was no one else there that you could um, that you could that has the kind of like leadership or influence in the dressing room. So for me, a captain is someone that is respected, uh, leads on the pitch, and leads by example. I think I think putting that armband on someone like Bentaleb would probably have. Im- it I don't. I don't. I don't think, game. He would have got sent off in twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, I don't like that. <laughs> don't leave the pitch without eight yellow <laughs> I don't think Bentaleb. I don't think he, at the moment because he's, he's he's a little bit younger than Kane. Does I don't it, think he's ready. Does it even matter anymore? I mean, Aaron Lennon has worn the fucking captain's armband. Yeah. Captain's a little bit of a myth in my view, anyway, to be honest. The Italian national team, they give it to the guy with the most caps. Back in the old days, when football was fucking... As long as they were English, I don't give a fuck. Well, fucking Steve Perryman, proper English, he was. And he was a proper captain. Actually, even the players still call him Skip. They do, yeah. They do. Proper. Graham Roberts. Fucking English. (laughs) Mabbott. Ben's Leb. I think uh, maybe Pochettino has, is that way of thinking. Thinking, you know, he's um, he's had he's an, an example to 
the, the other players on the pitch so what you can do with the not just being brilliant yeah. because that's what Kane is work rate and all the rest of it exactly yeah. so it here's a demonstration it was, it was a very quiet game it was just quite yeah. frustrating for them but we're, we're a point above Southampton uh, seven points of fourth I think a lot of people are writing off fourth place on the, on the whole some people are probably happy that we're not going to make Europe we are going to make Europe, aren't we? Of course we are. Well, yeah, but it's in, it might be in the balance if results don't go away. But we've got we've got Villa, Newcastle, um, Southampton, Hull, and Hull, and Everton. But I think Man City is obviously the big game amongst all those. But Burnley, you know, the two points from safety, the QPR and Sunderland winning, so they've they'll have it all to do as well, won't they? They've mm. they've taken I think it's eight points now off of the top. Six teams yeah, they have, in the yeah. Premier League. You know, that's not Burnley. Burnley. Right. I like Burnley. So, we yeah, I mean, it's, look, as ever, you know, we've, we've said this numerous times, you know, football is about two teams on a pitch. We have no divine right to be walking over someone just because it's Burnley. I don't think oh, people I, I, are pissed off about that we didn't win. I think it's just the Yeah, 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 I get that. But I'm just saying it's, you know, they worked extremely hard. I was, they, we got out-pressed and... I thought it's not it's not as disastrous as it's being made out. It's fucking fine. Fucking ninety minutes of football. I don't know if it's me getting getting older, but it's just I don't know. Is this the fucking FIFA generation that, that each time each time Lamella gets the ball, they demand that he fucking skins two players. Yeah. Like each time um, Paulinho or Mason, whoever gets the ball, there has to be a fucking key pass. There has to be a retaining the possession. You know what the fuck? It's, said, a, it's a football match. Yeah, I can agree more. I've said this on, more, on the pod before, but I was in a cafe in South. One morning, a couple of years ago, Holtby was still at Spurs, and there was a couple of. They may have been Academy Spurs players. I don't know. They had Spurs tracksuits on, um, and they said Lewis Holtby is shit because he's only rated seventy-eight on. Yeah. on you see it all the time. You see it all the time. I remember when the ratings came out before the last one, saying, "Oh." Uh, I can't, I can't believe uh, Kane's 82 or whatever. It was. And I was just like, what are we talking about? No. Yeah, this just... is the problem with Twitter. It gives a platform to everybody. Yeah. And it might every... just be slightly, but you can see it more on, on Not on everybody the, on deserves actions. a platform. That's very That's true. true. Very true. Democracy is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> <Flat>. Communism. <laughs> just, just me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, n- now we have Wendy with the youth update. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Firstly, unlike Bardi, I'm not afraid to apologise, so I'm very sorry to our Swedish listeners for my horrible pronunciation of Ribbon Limera's new club last week. I even listened to a recording on Google first, but still made a mess of it, apparently. OK, on to the lone players. Aaron Lennon played 90 minutes for Everton as they won 1-0 against Southampton. Grant Hall played the full match for Blackpool in their one all draw at Bolton. Alex Pritchard played 60 minutes as Brentford won 4-1 at Fulham, and then the full 90 in their 2 all draw with Nottingham Forest. Jordan Archer was on the bench for Millwall in their 2-1 win against Charlton. Ryan Fredericks wasn't involved for Middlesbrough, but has returned to them after recovering from an injury. Delhi Ali played 90 minutes on his return from injury as MK Dons won 3-0 at Swindon Town. Bongani Kamalo played both of Colchester's matches over the Easter period. They won 2-1 at Port Vale and 3-1 against Barnsley. Grant Ward also played two matches. He managed 90 minutes as Coventry lost 1-0 to Leighton Orient. He hit the woodwork and forced a save from the goalkeeper in that match. He then also played the whole of their 0-0 draw at Notts County. 
Shaq Coulthurst was substituted in stoppage time as York won one against Cheltenham on Friday and he played the whole of their 0-0 draw at Oxford United on Monday. Dominic Ball was an unused sub for Cambridge in their 2-0 home defeat by Berry, but played the whole of their 1-0 win at Northampton Town. Nathan Ottawa was an unused sub for Luton in their 3-2 home defeat Exeter City, but wasn't involved in the win at Tranmere. Lewis Holtby was a half-time sub for Hamburg in their 4-0 defeat at Bayer Leverkusen. And finally, Emmanuel Sanupe was a 77th-minute sub for St Mirren in their 2-0 defeat at home to Celtic. Our under-18s failed to qualify for the knockout stage of Torneo Internazionale Balenzona after dominating possession in all of their matches but failing to convert chances across all three games. They started off with a 1-0 defeat to Atletico Madrid, drew 1-0 with local Swiss team Team Ticino before beating Lokomotiv Moscow 1-0. Our two tournament goals came from Ishmael Azawi, the young Belgian winger. Kieran McKenna said after the tournament, we haven't qualified for the group stages, so his disappointment amongst the group of players. Reflecting on the three games, I think we've had the better players on the pitch and had more than enough of the play and opportunities to create and score the goals to have won all three games. Our Ons 21 secured a 0-0 draw against Chelsea at Staines Town. It was a bit of a mishmash team with the under-18s only just returning from Switzerland and a number of players playing for their futures. DeAndre Yedlin played at right back and apparently impressed going forward in the first half and played well defensively in the second half. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at Wendy Goys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Uh, second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much, Wendy, <coughs> for being the font of youth knowledge. Cheers, Wendy. Cheers, pal. Good job, Wendy. Yeah, good job. Uh, the Fighting Cock is sponsored by Calm. 12 men a day commit suicide. It's because we don't talk about our problems. It's good to talk to people, talk to someone you know, or if you need to, call Calm. The number is 0808 802 5858. The line is open between 5pm until midnight. They also have a web chat service on their website. That's thecalmzone.net. <coughs> Twitter handle is at thecalmzone. Um, if we get beat by Villa <laughs> and you have to endure Fuck Sherwood... Me. <laughs> that, that they basically need to hire more staff, I think, at Calm because that would be absolutely. I just can't uh, 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 He's right; it's going to happen, isn't it? He's going to do a, a Mourinho and just run down the byline. Oh, imagine! Slide. I would be out of my seat. He, he would chasing him. He, he has an issue with Spurs fans. Clearly, he does because he talked about uh, very recently about Kane. Uh, and when he brought him in, he said after 30 minutes, the Spurs fans were singing for Soldado to come on. He said that very recently. And so he he definitely has an issue. I think he kind of blames the Spurs fans for the reasons why he isn't in, in the club. His ego doesn't let him see the errors that he made. I think you're probably right. And it's funny enough that the last game of the season last year was Villa. Uh, and I, I, was, I was sat actually in, in the corner uh, where all of the youth like the kids and their parents get tickets of the youth of the youth setup, and I was sat in there. We just got tickets from a friend of a friend, and um, as he, we were having discussions with some of the uh, some of the parents of some of the younger kids in the youth setup, and they were saying, you know, what do you think of Sherwood, and what do you think we're going to do next season, manager wise, blah blah blah, and they were when I suggested the fact that I couldn't wait for Tim Sherwood to be out of our club, it was they were shocked yeah. that that a, a fan would think that. I mean, they see it as a they saw it as a huge positive that there would be an element of focus on, on the youth team and, and bringing players through, which is hopefully what they've got anyway. But as he was doing his lap, uh, you know, as they do on the last day of the season, uh, and he was getting booed, but he even ran from the north stand of getting booed, 
uh, I kind of turned round to this bloke who I'd been having this conversation with, and yeah. I was like, and I was go. like, see, and uh, and you could see even Sherwood walking round, and his face was he was I wouldn't say angry, but he was he was obviously genuinely like. Fucking hell, I can't believe he's cunts are booing me. But he created all of that. It yeah, absolutely. Fun. I'm just saying, it was... Uh, yeah, it's... I, I, he's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that Sherwood has... I mean, probably rightly taken a bit of credit for, for Harry Kane and his development, and he's mm-hmm. kind of saying it's all, it's all down to him. And now you've got Postino who's not necessarily taking any credit for him. When Postino was interviewed about Harry Kane, he tends to keep it very short and to the point... But he did compare Harry Kane to Barry Stewart. But at the same time... I, I know what? he did. Apparently <laughs> did. But he did say at the same time that he's aware that, you know, there's a potential for the second season slump. So he's obviously got this in mind. He probably keeps telling Harry Kane himself that. So I think it's good to see that Harry Kane is probably in, in good hands. He's better than Barry Stewart. Oh, fuck off. I, I don't like that. I, I don't know. I think Barry Stewart, the goal against um, Arsenal at Wembley. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that makes me weaker than knees. That was just sexy. Sexy as fuck, man. There's no way. If Kane can get even a quarter of his weight as good as um, as good as Batistuta was, then we're on to an amazing player. Look, Poch knows him better than you, yeah? So yeah. just turn it in. I don't like Batistuta, anyway, because I used to have that football manager game or ultimate soccer manager, as it was called, then, and he would never sign for me. So that goal was one, of, it's one of the best number nines that's ever been. And if Kane can even get close to him, then... I think Pochettino is... It's very rare for Pochettino to make grand statements like that. That is true, isn't it? I, I didn't, didn't, know I didn't that. hear... No one... I didn't hear that. I think T, you're making this shit up. No. Yeah. <laughs> when did he say this? Look. Believe <laughs> <laughs> me or fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I, don't, I don't make things up. That's true. I, this I, is I, true. I believe T. Yeah. Apologise. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, our very own James Moore, we interviewed um Chadley the other day, I think he's in the latest yeah. edition of around four four two. And Chadley says Bostin is a good person and he's a winner. So I mean, as I said in the first half, there's a lot of good signs with, with Pochettino. I mean, you'll obviously make this a few subs and a few team selections that will probably as, rub some people up the wrong as way. That's all managers with. But that's, that, that's something that all managers do. But with regards to Aston Villa, they've got the FA Cup semi-final on the horizon. So I think a lot of their players won't want to be injured for that. And tomorrow night they'll play QPR, which they'll probably see as a bigger game than the one on Saturday. Because on Saturday, not, I mean, they're not favourites, but against QPR at home that it's better to win so maybe their eggs will be in those baskets and not us I think one of the key things with Pochettino and, and um, Sherwood and AVB bringing him into it as well is Pochettino doesn't apart from the back Stewart thing doesn't really say things which make him look like an idiot yeah and that's one of the key that's one of the beautiful things about Pochettino is that you, you never feel it actually he's, ashamed he, about he's him. actually benefiting from Sherwood because we were so sick of everything that came out of Sherwood's mouth when he was coach the fact that he is kind of a reclusive uh, you know, that doesn't say much. It's actually refreshing mm. for Spurs fans. Or for, for me, at least. <laughs> it was interesting that Bakuna, one of um, Villa's players, said, you know, Sheldon brought a smile back on their faces. They did seem to be going stale under um, under Lambert. And yeah. I think, as I've, I've always said all along, that Sheldon probably does have some good qualities that can make him a good coach. And I think he's coming to a team that's at a very low ebb. He won the first couple of games. They beat Sunderland 4-0 away, but they lost two on the bounce. So... 
next few games are quite important. They've also got Man City coming up soon as well, and they've actually improved defensively. Yeah, he was the right man to bring in. He was like he's like a polar opposite of Lambert. He's what yeah. they needed. They needed that kind of matey, kind of I'm one of the lads kind of guy to help lead them forward. I think I think the thing with Sherwood and his time at Tottenham was, for me, was having a manager is, is a big aspect of, of how they carry themselves and how they represent the club and how I feel about when they talk after a game or when they're talking pre-match or post-match. And, and with AVB, that was the main reason why I was such so fond of AVB because I felt that he carried us on his on his shoulders in terms of he genuinely cared about that aspect. I don't think Sherwood did. It, it always came down to me that it was... Uh, that it was all about himself. How can he make himself look best? How can he make sure that he's in the papers the next day? I'm not saying I didn't agree with everything. You know, after the Liverpool game, when he came out and said, "Look, there's a few players here that need to be, you know, pulling their finger out," and how you know how he went about it, I remember thinking, you know, that was nice to hear. But it, it wasn't Spurs wasn't his priority. He was his priority. Mm. Which will that will follow him through his career? I yeah. imagine you look look at the fact that he is still try- talking about Harry Kane and his, his involvement in his development doesn't add or help him in any way. The smacks of desperation that he, se- he just seems to want to it say, has- look, I haven't earned some credit, but give me it anyway. Yeah, yeah. and, and he, it has nothing to do with his role at Villa. It doesn't no. matter what he's done. I think he'll probably do a good job there. Actually, fair, but well, look, he, like, as we've said, he, he is a good manager. He, he, can, he understands football. He, he can get results... You know, I don't know half the time. Hmm. I mean, you, you know, I think he, he got tactically outdone by Wenger a couple of times um, in big games. We really struggled, and that's okay because he's a novice manager. But his issue again is like he, 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 I just want to go back to what I said. Harry Kane has nothing to do with Villa. Hmm. It doesn't matter what he did previously. He's got the job. It's yours. Do well. Create something for yourself. Don't don't keep talking about Spurs. Or do if you want. It don't matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit at all. I, I hope he wins the FA Cup. Yeah, so would I. I mean, uh, over Liverpool or Arsenal. Yeah, 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 for you had to choose. Yeah. Well, wonderful. I'd go. The best, I'd go for the fucking. But bus if, tour, if bus I had, that. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose three teams who I just didn't want to be anywhere near the FA Cup final right now, it would be Villa, Arsenal, Wait, Liverpool. Showed to have his own open top bus going through Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The team would be on one. He'd be on the other one with the cups, just fucking swinging his hundred percent win record in the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably drill a hole in the FA Cup and fuck it, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but, but with Liverpool getting a cheering over the lo- over last weekend and fourth looks almost remote for them at the moment they'll both be really up for the semi-final now I was hoping that Liverpool would have one eye on, well, on Liverpool fourth beat, place Liverpool got beat Blackburn first well, yeah no, that's, that's a couple of days it's, from now yes, and it was said on Football Week that maybe the 3-4-3 three, has been figured out and mm. they won't have it all their own way not by Blackburn so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well Blackburn gave them a lot of problems. what do you know about Blackburn for Joshua King, striker's really quick, apparently. Because is over the yeah, Jordan Rose is Jordan what you're thinking Rose. of. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Robinson, he's still there, but he's not playing. He's not playing, though, is he? What even happens in Blackpool? Blackpool? Blackburn. Blackburn. So I don't give a fuck about them. I don't, I don't care. They can, they can. Yeah, fuck them. Fall in the sea. Disappear. Yeah. Do anything. Just if, if they can, um, if, if they can pull out a result against Liverpool. Actually, do you know what? I don't want uh, Blackpool, Blackburn, Blackburn. <laughs> to beat uh, to beat Liverpool because do you imagine Arsenal in? I can't. That's when Villa. That's when Villa wins. No, it has, to, it has to be Liverpool. Yeah. It has to be. Benteke scores a hat trick in the final, then comes to Spurs. Mm. Would you take him? 
Definitely. Not for 30 million, but for no. 15 mil, I'd take yeah. him. Swap part exchange for Adebayor. Well, it's interesting what... Oh, we might come on to a, a different subject. I was going to say... Go on, just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I thought it was interesting what we saw in the Trust Minutes about of a club wanting to focus on, you know, 10, 15 million pound range players. If we could get Benteke in that range, then I'd definitely take him. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. See, what do you want to say? I was going to ask for your predictions. <laughs> right. Let's do that first. Um, well, in terms of lineups as well, because if Walker's out, hopefully Hugo Lloris is back. Do you think Kieran gets no, play? Well, Vaughan just kept a clean sheet. Would you and Vaughan was better looking than Lloris. Paulinho I'll keep saying clean this. What are you talking about? I'll not keep saying this. Vaughan and Paulinho. OK, I'll keep saying it, man. You're wrong. What? I'm, I'm steadfast in that belief. What? That Michelle Vaughan is a better looking man than Hugo Lloris. Okay. Just facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex is the only one that cares. It no does, one else it gives just a shit. It just irritates me. It just, no just irritates me. <laughs> Uh, what, <laughs> what are we talking about? Predictions. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. But, yeah. but Vorma kept a clean sheet, which Hugo hasn't done for ages. Don't so be stupid. If he's fit, he's fucking yeah. in. Stop, yeah. being, stop well, being like the devils. We don't do devils ever here. We say things in definite fact and we believe it. <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's just putting it out there. Something to maybe consider. Pull it back in. <laughs> uh, yeah. As ever, party. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so he may be back, but the right hand side berth of that. Probably be Vlad, I reckon. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Go on, Vlad. I fucking love him. He's, he's in pure entertainment. You, he's like well, letting off a firework inside. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you love that guy who does that, but you don't really want to talk to him. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, then he doesn't wash. <laughs> you know, everyone knows one of those kids <laughs> at school. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I was going to say the name of the kid in my school. That, well, it that takes was. a rifle into school and just, you know, points it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, yeah, could be... Uh, it's going to be Kirikesh, I think. I think uh, so, yeah. Yedlin played, like we said, in, in the game. He did all right, apparently. What, what I didn't go. It's, I feel disgusting, really, because it was literally around the corner from my house and I was too busy trying to fix a leak, a leak in a fish tank. Don't feel too I... bad, because 99.999% of uh, Spurs fans didn't... Yeah, but I'm you. proper Spurs. Spurs? <laughs> you can't have that accent and be proper Spurs. Oh, right. <laughs> we didn't talk about it last week, and I said about the numerous new Twitter followers I've got that were just... Tweeting me words. Oh, you didn't like, get around to it, did Like you? snooker and farm. And, I don't like the way Alex. Paracetamol. Like Two people own... tweeted me paracetamol. <laughs> Why is Alex making his own little feature here, though? Yeah, like. He, he, oh, he, no, he, he, there's normally a discussion before we allow new features to happen, but Alex is just like bringing it up, bringing yeah. it in, dropping new features in the, in the pod. Do you think you, you lot brought it up with the accent? <laughs> we can take a piss out of you, don't make it a good thing. <laughs> On the end of the last, second last pod, it was just going, oh, come on, you know, farm, spurs. <laughs> What's your so prediction now? Uh, I think there'll be goals. I think there'll be a lot of goals. Three all. I don't think we'll win. <laughs> Fucking hell. Nil nil. Really? Yeah. Paulinho start. Paulinho start some form. Nil nil. Three two Tottenham. I reckon five nil Spurs. Excellent. So these ten million pound signings then? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my issue uh, recently. I don't know if this was an actual statement or if it was just rumour, but. Uh, Levy had the, or placed the blame at um, Baldini and AVB over the seven players we bought, you know, the magnificent seven. Really? Is it? Am I the only one who knows about this? Is this his article in the Daily Mirror? I thought we were going to talk about this. Well, we're not going to talk about the details of the Mirror. <laughs> no. Spurs look like they're taking legal action. Oh, we see, right. The okay. rumour is they're taking legal action against that. But if that isn't true, even if it is true, the 
Fuck, we can't talk the about problem it. is there's a fundamental. We, we're, we're, we're not talking about the article. We're talking about the fact that Spurs got uh, by selling Dempsey, Bale, and Corker, they had a hundred million pounds to spend, and they fucked it up. Whose fault that is? is we, maybe we can't talk about it. But there's somebody at fault there for signing. Maybe set all seven, um, all six of them, because I'm taking Ericsson out. There's six of them were epic failures. You know? Okay, someone's at fault here. I think I've got my head round be able to say this without getting sued um, <laughs> the, the, he doesn't look confident I'm not confident <laughs> um, Daniel Levy will make mistakes because so much can go on at a football club and you can't expect him to get everything right mm. but ultimately the people he employs and the mistakes they make are his responsibility I don't think all of those seven signings were mistakes but the ones that weren't have to be Essentially, the blame has to land at the person who employs the people to make those decisions. And I'm not saying he has to go because of that. I'm not saying that Baldini has to go because he signed all those players. And I think, actually, apart from finding the right players, getting them signed, which is a difficult thing in itself, he's excellent at that, clearly. And AVB got sacked, so his head has been on the block for, you know, since that happened anyway. So, I don't know. There is no one to blame, and there is everyone to blame. Exactly that. But Baldini's role to me seemed to be that he, the club would identify the players they want. He goes over and smooths the deal over and gets it over yeah. the line. That's what I was aware of. But then with Lamella in the equation, maybe Baldini did pick, maybe did did pick him out. But I thought I thought AVB outlined the players he wanted and Baldini went out and got them. That's what my understanding was. So, but Baldini, Lamella had first choice. He had first-hand experience with him. He was with him at Roma. So yeah, so he nudged us in that direction yeah. for thirty million. There was obviously something there in Baldini that made him think Lamella would work. But there was something in his performances in Italy that made you think actually that's not a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, but not, when we signed him, I was excited because he looked really. He looked yeah. pretty good. Mm. I think the, the reason why I brought it up it, it, out of those minutes, and it was the one thing that kind of jumped out at me, was that uh, there's obviously been a conversation and been a discussion around the fact of, right, you know, obviously I'm sure the stadium's got something to do with, you know, and funds moving forward anyway. But in terms of, you know, when have we been at our most successful? When have we seen probably greater, biggest steps of progression? And it was when the club kind of focused on having, you know, young English. English, but young young talent around that price bracket that was then nurtured, and you know what happens to them after that when bigger clubs come in is you know we've all seen. But it, it's quite interesting that they've they're showing a little bit of flexibility. Say you know what we tried doing this, it's not worked. Let's see if we can go back to something that, that we've seen has worked. I think I said on Twitter today, um, tweeting someone on Twitter that um, us reaching the Champions League is probably the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. to us because that's become the bar now. And beforehand, we were happy to get into Europe, but still getting back into it, doing European tours. But because of that one season, or two seasons we finished fourth, that seems to be the bar that, 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 you know, that Spurs are almost measured at. Mm. So to get a player like Stambouli and Fazio, when we could have had, I don't know, Snardlin and Masaccio, that is going to frustrate our fans, because we, we think that we are a Champions League team, and that seems to be... The thought that a lot of our fans have. No, we clearly aren't. But what, I, I don't think Schneiderlin didn't sign because we weren't Champions League. No, but Sh- the point is, is that we should be getting the players that we want. And we're not getting the players we want because we may getting, have... But also because maybe we've changed our philosophy like we're talking about now. The reason why we didn't get Schneiderlin is because we refused to pay the £25 million that Southampton... Uh, uh, but as a big club, we should... But that's the argument. Under uh, Redknapp, when we were third in the league going for the league... Uh, third in the league and going for the title... 
we signed Nelson and Saha because Levy refused to um, to buy into Redknapp's decisions, yeah, yeah, which is fair enough. Well, in the long term, that's what's fair. That's what was rumoured. We don't know yeah. the truth. And, and I, I listened to an interview. It was like my sport in life with Danny Kelly and, and Harry Redknapp. And actually, listening to Harry Redknapp mm-hmm. talk when it isn't anything to do with your club is actually quite entertaining. Uh, and he talked about that episode. And he goes, I thought that we could really have, in his own words, pushed on at that moment. I thought we could have gone for the league if we would have got the right players in. And I ended up with Saha and Nelson. I never know whether to believe him on that, though, because if you uh, looking at a Nelson and Saha, stank of a Harry Redknapp deal to me anyway. And it seems that it would have been him that would have said, you know what, I reckon I, reckon I could do that. I with don't know, mate. I don't know. I, don't, I can't agree with that. Do you know what, I, I think... I'm not saying... I'm saying I'm about, he, to, I'm about to think Redknapp is a deep, and I don't think it's a sound of two things. Yeah. 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 Well, no, all right, yeah, but you know what I mean. But what I mean is, in terms of, I don't necessarily think that would have, that it's all just would have been Levy going, no, this is what you're having. You don't know what happened. I mean, it's easy for Levy to say, yeah, we've tried to buy this player, but it didn't come off. I I don't think we had the structure. Funnily enough, Ryan Nelson was to come. Yeah, uh, I don't think we had the structure in place. I don't think Redknapp would have turned around and said, look, we need to sign this guy from Europe, this guy from Spain, this chap from Italy. So maybe yeah, there was no uh, there, was, there, was, there was no director of football. There was no um, chief scout. So I think Redknapp, however he does his business through through agents and stuff, saw that um, Saha and Charlie Adam, Phil Neville, those kind of guys were available, and they're the guys that we ended up going for. How many goals did Saha get for us? Because he's, he's got a few, didn't he, when he, he didn't, came in? I think maybe five or six. A couple six. against Arsenal, a couple against Newcastle. Saw yeah. a against Bolton in the Cup, I think. Yeah. He did all right, but he wasn't on, on the level that we... Did Redknapp say in that interview of any names that he wanted at that time instead? No, no. He, no, because he, he didn't have... Didn't but that's what I mean, normally he would have. He's not shy of sticking a name No, out. He, he just said that... It was the time that that was at the moment. Because yeah, that, that was when um, Liverpool signed Luis Suarez, that transfer window, didn't they? And we turned him down. No, it was, this was uh, January. Yeah, it was yeah January. they did. They signed him in January. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think Sherwood saw him and... Good, I don't want to avoid Louis Suarez in my club. Yeah. Yeah. But this was before the whole racism and the biting. Oh, maybe I we... Knew, I knew. Maybe, I could just maybe, tell him looking maybe, at him. He was banned at the time for biting, so it wasn't but before maybe the biting. the white fist of Tottenham have straightened him out. Maybe, we, <laughs> maybe Louis Suarez today would be a different we, player. We dropped the term first. white fist at the, when we, when we, uh, almost immediately when we came up okay. on the pod. Sorry, well, but the... The, the white fist is conversations with... The Aryan Brotherhood. The, the Lily, 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 Lily White, White Sorry, the Lily, the Lily White Fist. The Lily White Fist could have straightened them out. Yeah. The unity. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, um, well, <coughs> where did this all stem from? Alex. Alex, Alex I just talked about a minute of the trust. It wasn't on that. I haven't got a running order in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I am running blind, literally. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> just a quick shout-out to the trust and the difficult work they do in an impossible situation where the club really don't have to listen to them because... It isn't a membership. It's a, uh, a company of which we all are clients. And a uh, big shout-out to Martin and Kat, who do great work and carry on. Doing well, lads and ladies. Absolutely. Um, I've got a question about Mason. Even though we love Mason, Ryan Mason, do you think he is good enough? Hashtag uh, no. Hashtag no. That's from Colo1989 uh, on Twitter. I think we, talked, we have talked about this before. He... Isn't amazing. He, but so are we going to be able to sign a player who replaces Mason, who is going to do us what? Finish the top four? Probably not. So I'd rather have someone from our youth team who actually gives a shit about what's going on on the pitch. So yeah, he's good enough in my opinion. I I agree. I think the argument at the moment, next year, 
possibly different, but I think the argument at the moment is who plays instead of him, and the majority of the argument seems to be Stambouli or Dembele. Dembele, I, I, I can't... Like I said, as much as I thought yesterday would have been perfect for him, I must admit... On a, on a whole package, I don't I, I don't think Dembele is what we thought he was going to be. Would any of you started uh, Dembele or Stambouli in front of Mason yesterday? I wouldn't have started no. it. No. no. Not starting, but I'd have put him alongside him in a, in a three, in a midfield three. The thing with Mason, he's there because Paulinho, Dembele, Capu are not playing well. I shouldn't, I shouldn't leave Dembele out of this, but those two are not playing well. That's the reason he's in the team. That's the reason Bentleb is in the team, because people who should be doing better aren't doing better. But I think Mason has showed that he's worthy of a place in our... maybe our 15, at least, I'd say. Mason is he's good enough for us this season. I hope we're in a position where next season he's a, just a squad player. I hope we sign someone who's better than him. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, that's I where we've got to look at it. He's good. He's a good place to start from. And we need to improve on him. I think we'd all want him to be the one that, that would really, really push on. I think yeah. we'd all like to be wrong about it and him to become, you know, Mr. Tottenham, you I, know, but I, it's, I don't know whether it's going to happen. I think he does a lot of stuff that, I know it's a cliche, he does a lot of stuff that isn't kind of picked up on and isn't mm. heralded like he doesn't make key passes <laughs> and, he, you know, he doesn't score loads of goals and all that kind of stuff, but he does a lot of good work in midfield yeah. and his uh, accuracy with his passing has dropped because he's clearly been asked to be more adventurous. Um, if it was just allowing him to go back to being tidy and neat in midfield, I think we see the player that he is, and that isn't amazing, yeah. but it's someone who shows another cliche, heart and passion. And whenever we lose a game, what's the first thing you hear? The yeah. very first thing you hear, if it's a, it's a sub-par performance, it's... There's no fight, there's no passion. No movement. No heart. <laughs> move, <laughs> move. Move. Movement's another one. Move forward. Move. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, but that's what you <laughs> That one day, that one, that one game I sat in the West End. Move. Move. <laughs> <laughs> just like, mate. Everybody's in the fucking Leicester half. There is nowhere for anybody to fucking move. Yeah, There's no space. You've got to keep the ball. Be patient and try and drag one or two out. Force them into... Move! 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 Fucking... Um, but, but if there's one player, along with... Uh, actually, that doesn't make any sense. But if there's one player that personifies the idea about heart and passion and running your ass off, it's, it's, it's Mason. So... You know, unless we sign someone who is clearly much better than him, and yeah. maybe we should do that in the summer, then fuck it, yeah, he's good enough. He should be in there. I don't think it's a priority to necessarily get a much better player than him. No, no. But I think with an off-season, with, with a pre-season with Pochettino and the players we get in, he could be even better next season. But I do, I do think he's good enough. Um, but the next question we're going to... The next question we're being asked will tie into what we're going to say anyway. Um, and that is, why do Spurs fans want players to fail? Danny Rose, for example, has improved massively this year, yet he still gets abused. And that's from Lou Jane, eighteen eighty two on Twitter. By the way, the previous question was by Colo, nineteen eighty nine, and he was also on Twitter. I think that stems from Twitter, to be mm. honest. I don't. I don't think Spurs fans want uh, players to fail. I think as a as a fan base, we're we're very quick on on the critical on the Twitter side of things. People that I sit and watch a game with, or people who. You know, I affiliate with who are Spurs. And I don't, you know, will want, you know, generally are relatively optimistic and want players to do well. In the case of Danny Rose, uh, I, I was always been quite relatively supportive of him. You know, when he got when the tweet that went out famously, you know, him signing that five year contract and the abuse that came from it mm. was was laughable. Um, 
but he's done himself. You know, he, he should be very proud of himself, and I think we should be very proud of Danny Rose and the improvements that he's made. Yesterday, and as I've said numerous times before, yesterday I thought he was probably our best performer, out of a bad bunch, granted, but best performer. But he wants it, and I know we've just talked about, you know, all the clichés of want yeah, and heart yeah. passion. But he wants it. Like, he went into that challenge within the first, I think, after half an hour yesterday, didn't he? Just stuck his head in, yeah, got boots are flying. Got a board in his face. Yeah, you know, it's, and, he, and he wants it, you know. it's. I don't, I don't think Spurs fans want players to fail but I think we're very quick to jump on 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 people that aren't when there's results like yesterday yeah well we mentioned before the Twitter gives everyone a voice so everybody wants their agenda to be right and obviously part of me I'm, I'm waiting for the day for Paulina to score a hat-trick so I can say <laughs> see what, see what I, told, I told you yeah. but everybody's got an agenda everybody's got players they hate and don't hate and it's just it's not a question of wanting Spurs players to fail it's just wanting to be proven right and for me, I'd, I'd quite happily, for the rest of my life, everything I ever say or write about Spurs again to be wrong, for it, the opposite to happen, and actually Spurs to be right, I'd quite happily... I'd, I'm, I'm as happy as I can possibly be for Harry Redknapp, given Harry Kane, yeah. <laughs> just because uh, of, what, of what I'd tweeted, to say that you know he wasn't good enough. And he, Did he get many retweets? Um, <laughs> one or two, yeah, one or two. Um, for me to be proven like a dick... But for Tottenham, who is so much bigger than any of us, they're bigger than any of the players, for them to be right and actually doing stuff, then... Yeah, exactly. Let's all be fucking wrong all the time so Spurs can be right. I don't give a shit about being wrong. And obviously on the podcast we're recorded every week. Yeah. There's things that get right, things that get wrong. I don't really care. It's just I just say how I feel at the time. Yo. Um, when I, when, when Lamella first joined us, I said he's probably going to be one of the best players I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't. And I've got no regrets about saying that because I really thought that he could push on. He had the back end. Injury, the mystery back injury disappeared for months on end. Now we've got Carl Walker. Some people say Carl Walker should have been anywhere near our team and we need a new right back and XYZ, but there's a there's a perfectly good player in there with Carl with Walker. And I hope he does recover from his injury and with competition that will get over the summer he'll he'll improve. Yeah, I got the Car- hurricane thing massively wrong. But 99% of the stuff will get massively right. <laughs> and it's only when you fail that the haters come out and try and attack you. Tell us something you've got right. We need a right back. Oh, OK. Um, <laughs> he's done he called, enough. He called Lamella, he called Paulina. I, I called well. Paulina after three games. That's so, true. And I called Lamella. I remember T calling the Soldado on the first one I was on. I remember T... Oh, no, it wasn't, I wasn't on it, but it was one, one of the first ones of that season. And it was like eight or nine games in. And I remember T... We're talking about Soldado, and T just went... Whispered it, literally went... Has he done enough? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's done enough. Because <laughs> everyone really wanted to do well. When he played against Palace, he scored the winning goal with yeah, a penalty. penalty yeah. Yeah. But he didn't have a great game. I thought, mm. OK. Yeah. Next game. It really does stick in my penalty. memory. It really sticks play, in my memory. He played against Swansea, and I think Townsend yeah. won a penalty, and he yeah, scores that one, and it's just like, well... Yeah. It was... There, there's still stuff I see about Soldado <laughs> that I just hold on to. Yeah. I, know, I know he's fucked. I know he's done. <laughs> no, I know he's <laughs> Don't get me wrong, he's His done. all-round game is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's boxer in Animal Farm now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, he's... And, and there's no-one running after him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, get in the fucking glue factory. Um... But uh, there is there is something about him. He he is a good footballer. It's just it's not working. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe he wasn't a good footballer. Who I don't know. He's just something. No, but he is. He, 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 so Spanish Darren Bent is what has been called in some. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, but just just going back to Rose, I think if if Kane hadn't been having the season that he has, he'd be my. 
uh, player of the year. Danny Rose, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's coming from somewhere where I just thought he's not good enough. He's, he's our best defender. I mean, could you imagine saying that a year ago? He's, he's our best defender by a mile as well. Uh, have you seen how badly Walker gets it wrong? And Rose isn't doing that and is still providing a width on, on the left-hand side. And scoring goals. I think that's quite a, a nice, of, of what you just said there, of, oh, yeah, who would have thought that Rose would be our best defender? Yeah. And I think I think what sums up uh, uh, when people say, oh, do they want, do Spurs fans want players to fail? And, and the whole Twitter kind of reaction to things is that is how they look at that statement that you've just made. Yeah. Some people will go, well, that's brilliant. He's really turned it around. He's worked hard in his game and look at what he's achieved. And others will go, for fuck's sake, Danny Rose is the best defender that we've got yeah. uh, yesterday. And I think that is the two camps that you get um, and, and where people fall into. Uh, and that's probably where it comes from. OK. Um, there is a question about whether or not um, given the fact that we're not in the Champions League, Pochettino is leaving out certain players. We kind of touched on it before, but you think, you know, in terms of who is it? Yeah, it was Nicky Mar, Nicky Moritz, Moritz of, uh, of Facebook. Facebook. So we kind of answered it before. But what I wanted to, to ask was whether or not you think, or what we could do with the, the, the amount of money saved in wages of Kabul, um, Kapu, probably Dembele, Soldado. Mm. This is a lot of money we're talking about. You're talking mm. at least 250 grand a week, probably. Yeah, if you look at the money we'll save on wages plus the the small amount that we'll get back on transfer fees, I reckon we could reinvest it and get three, three pretty good players. I know someone who's unhappy in Spain. Who's that? Messi. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. <laughs> 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 I think back in the older. Uh, if we sell all of them, we can maybe pay for a one month's contract. I'm hoping for that last party if it gets them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, is it, can, I, I can't. I can't pronounce it. Cloud Cymru. Cloud Yeah, I'm not sure if he, that would hold hold much weight, but it will. Surely he's desperate <laughs> to come back. You know what I like? <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine. And you know that he's going to end up at United or fucking Don't like Chelsea or, 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 or Man City. Only people that could probably afford to pay him his wages. But um, uh, what I like about it, and this is what's great, and this is the kind of conversations that I used to have in the playground at, uh, when I was a kid, <laughs> saying that, but what if? Like, what Because like, <laughs> we could sell those players. There's yeah. five players there. And that's only one. I've I done think, the sums. I think you're thinking in FIFA generations. That's, that's how you do it in Football Manager. I sold Kapu, I sold a winner, <laughs> I sold Lennon, I sold B. Get him out. And I signed Draxler. It was awesome. But, <laughs> but you, you kind of just think that maybe he, as a, a good human being, mm. go, I can't go to any other. It's not working out for me in Spain. They hate me. They smashed up my massive Bentley. We didn't smash it up. Let's not get overexcited. <laughs> Some drunk guy swung his converse. I was making a point. <laughs> yeah. That was about it. And he missed. But he's, up, he's unhappy. <laughs> he can't be happy with someone Charlie Parrish must have his number still, surely. Exactly, yeah. that's a good point. Um, maybe he'll just go, Spurs is the only one for me. I made yeah. a mistake. I am one of the best players in the world. Mm. And I'm going to go back, back to Southampton. I'm going to come back and I'm going to finish sixth in the Premier League. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> or you should probably go to Southampton, to be fair. Go if he's going back to Go back to his boyhood club. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Sam Froude. Is that right? Or is it Freud? Freud. Freud. Sam Freud off of Twitter. He says, if you were to talk to Hugo Lloris, what five good reasons... Five? Fuck it out. One reason why... Uh, how you'd convince Hugo Lloris to stay at Spurs. Chicken. Oh, he 
prick. There you go. Oh, what, did you going to say Chicken as well? Yeah. I thought uh, I was going to say that. That's why I saw five. I was like, what five things I did? I was just thought of five different chicken yeah. shops. Wings. <laughs> Wings. Bread. Chicken Tennessee. burns in the pavement. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, because our defence is so poor, he's, he's always busy. Yep. So we make him look really good. So his reputation stays really high. He's one of the best goal. He doesn't have to do like Neuer going out and like twisting up people to be recognised as being good. He actually can save shots. The thing is, there, this is at a time where there are big big teams that want goalkeepers. I don't think so. Right, Man United when they lose the gear, or if they got Valdez, they got Valdez. He's like fucking. T- if, you, if you look, if you look at Valdez, oh, you don't know any how old he is. Look, how old is he? <laughs> if you look at, so you know how old he is. Yeah, he's thirty. He's thirty. What goalkeeper's yeah. goal? Valdez is thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's been playing for Barcelona since he was fucking 12, then. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, he's, he's 31, yeah. 32 Jesus. max, yeah. And the goalkeepers right. go on. So if you look at the big teams in Europe, they don't. the only one that is possible is um, PSG and Real Madrid. But Real Madrid oh, signed De Gea. PSG. But Loris has beef with PSG. He could have gone to PSG from Lyon, but he doesn't like him. And plus, they've got Sigurd, who's not too bad. Sigurd. I love him. He has a, he's a man of integrity. There's nowhere for lorries to go. There isn't. Trust me on this. I'm, putting, <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting the Lombardi stamp on this. There's nowhere for lorries to go. If Lloris does go, which he, which hopefully he will, I've heard, I've heard little rumours. Although Chelsea would never sell to us. That Czech might be interested in coming over. I don't think it'll ever happen. So Czech will go to us. Yeah, isn't it? It's getting close and then to they've got um, they've, they've got a spinner. They don't need him. And then they've got um, Rainer who's wasting away at uh, Bayern Munich, Kasran Diorim too. Espino is a weird little human being, isn't he? Yeah. How did the fuck did he... He... he, he fucking kebab shop at best. Yeah. <laughs> he he looks like about. a stretched out Danny DeVito, doesn't he? Yeah. His, um, his that's sister a, married that's um, an excellent... <laughs> Who's Hammers? Oh, Spina's um, sister oh. married Hammers Rodriguez from Real Madrid, the Colombian guy. Yeah, looks one in the family, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's no way, there's no way for Loris to go. I guarantee it. Loris will be at Spurs next season. For fuck's sake! Why have you said it? Like what? Well, anyway, like what I've got. To say, you know what? If I had to sit down in front of a Spurs player and convince him to stay at my club, I'd tell him to get fucked. Exactly. That's oh, an excellent point. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. Um, has he got the kids? Why is that relevant? Why have you done that? <laughs> what are you well, saying? Well, just wondering if his family is settled. Why, what do you think? Are you going to get him hostage or something? No, just if his family's settled, he doesn't need to go anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he has kids or if he's anything about his family. In my head, okay. Lloris is, is single. He, like, on the weekends when he's not playing, he'll just go and wander through London. No, he's not. I, 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 he's he's like definitely not. married. Yeah. Oh, he's married? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Oh, well, ruins that. Mm. OK. <laughs> OK. <laughs> she fit. Uh, it's I used to know she used to go. She's uh, my old boss was was French, and it was her his missus's friend. Really? Yeah. Did you meet her? No, no, no. But I'm sure I could have him ask him to have a word. Yeah, actually, do it just for the podcast. Do it. Okay, fine. Just see what see what they say. Even if it's just like <laughs> that's entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, just so and there has been a little bit of concern. Spooky has been unwell, yes. and he hasn't been on Twitter until um, tonight. Until tonight. So all, all we could say is that he is alive and well, as far as we know, given, actually, as a side to the fact that he was ill, he was also involved in a car accident. Was he with Will I Am, or was he blowing Will I Am, like, Cheryl Cole? What? What happened there? <laughs> That's didn't, random. Didn't Will I, am, Will I Am and Cheryl Cole get in a car accident? Are we talking about Willian or Will I Am? Will I Am, the, the, um, the guy in the voice. Is yeah. this proved? 
Well, then it didn't happen because <laughs> we're recording this. No one's getting sued. Realization on body face. It was recorded, and we're not just in the park. Anyway, look, listen. Spooky was involved in a car accident that no one got hurt on. In on WhatsApp group, and it. He told us on a WhatsApp group and didn't punch And then disappeared for, like, a day. And we thought that he's, he might have had some sort of brain injury that was late acting. It came, it came like, you know, like in the five-fingered punch moving... Yeah. Um, Kill Bill. Yeah, so he, he would have taken five steps and... He just didn't respond. <laughs> he, he told us he was in a car accident and then didn't respond. Uh, and then on, on, on Twitter he said, uh, I'm not dead. Yeah. And then lost followers. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Beautiful. <laughs> but anyone who asks about Spooky, how about checking his blog first, yeah? No, really good. Check his bloody it's blog. Excellent blog. He actually put updates in there the last few weeks. Have a read of that. No one reads it. <laughs> but I'm telling people to do so now. DearMrLeaver.com, give it a read. It's really good. Don't bother. <laughs> I wouldn't bother. I've read it once. I've known him, what, four years? Well, lots of bollocks! <laughs> no, it's really, really, really good. It's the, a bag of shit! <laughs> the premium uh, Tottenham Hotspur blog, apart from the fighting cock. Damn straight. Oh, yeah, how's it How's it going with the uh, articles on the... It's been quite busy. Yeah? We've got um, one ready to go tomorrow. Mm. But, yeah, it's been quite busy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds it, yeah. <laughs> rushed off my feet. I'm doing one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've weeks. been waiting um, nine months for your blog on um, Spurs <laughs> moving to Milton Keynes. Yeah, I decided against that. Why? Because I didn't know enough about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, right? Is it? But he was DMing me saying, Barney, I've got an article, he's coming. Yeah, I was, way. I was kind of half into it, and then this I is, thought... This is the mm. thing, you say, everyone says such kind of definitive statements, is that right? Definite statements about things that they don't really know much about. I had a little bit of inside information that turned... But I had two bits of inside information about it. One of it was about Milton Keynes, and then it all like, came out. And the, But the other bit of information they gave me was just ridiculously just not true. <laughs> so I was like... Mm, no, I was just, just going to leave so, it. Yeah, just, just write it and then... Call it, call it the Chinese Democracy, like Guns N' Roses album, you know. It's never going to come out. Just call it that yeah. <laughs> Here's a title. OK, so that's been the Fighting Cock podcast. I want to welcome, thank you all for coming down. Um, remember, if you have a few spare pounds in your bank account and you want a Fighting Cock fanzine, uh, then you can buy it at at thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash shop. T, how have you been? I've been good. You enjoy the show? Yes, it's been good. I mean, it's another non-drinking show for me. It's a bit weird. Yeah, it's not been... A, it's just bank holiday. It seems a bit more relaxed and... It's more serene. Yeah. I struggle when I don't drink. I thought we were recording tomorrow, so I was quite... <laughs> yeah, we were scra- I wasn't expecting to be here. <laughs> Scrabbling around. Yeah. yeah. How did your wife take the fact that you'd she had, left She had a little bit of hump, but I, I've, I've got to stop telling stories yeah. about her now, because... Uh, well, I've had numerous tweets of saying, oh, I really feel sorry for your Rica's missus and stuff like that. And, and she sees this shit. Like, she's on one of those girls on Twitter that doesn't actually post anything. It's just a version of people watching, but she can do it with a lot more people on Twitter. Is it people so watching or husband stuff. watching? You're probably a bit of both, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But nah, she was all right. Bless her. Yeah, every time you tell a start telling the story, I get so excited. You know, yeah. like the high... The high <laughs> I don't want to do it now, because otherwise it's just... It'll be ruined. I don't want to be known for that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and uh, Barney, thank you so much. Thank you. I've been Flav. This has been the Fighting Cup Podcast. Out, 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 out,
Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.